Hey there, party people. Did you know that Encounter Party is now an official Dungeons & Dragons television show? You can find our second campaign on the Dungeons & Dragons Adventures channel, available now on Plex and Freebie. We have new episodes every Tuesday night at 9pm, and the show is available on demand next day on Plex. For links and to learn more, head on over to our website at EncounterParty.com. Now, please enjoy this episode of Campaign 1 of Encounter Party. Warning, this episode features very strong language and depictions of graphic violence. Listener discretion is advised. Last time on Encounter Party. Lost in the void of corruption, each of our players battled their fears against the will of Merit Lage. While a few succeeded... Both Lorzach and Fikara lost their personal battles against the horror. Now corrupted, how can these five possibly continue the fight? Find out this week on Encounter Party! The two of you are incapacitated as each tendril ripples hundreds of voices calling into your brains, trying to steal your attention over and over again without end. The four orbs are scattered on the floor. Perex looks at you, Saloran, and says, do you have any healing ability? Yes. And Perix immediately casts Frostbite on Xenia. What are you doing? Constitution saving throw, please. And Xenia, already having experienced so much trauma in that room and can't even believe that she finds herself conscious, there is a level of defeat and disgust on her face that no one in this party has seen before. That's an 18. You have a plus five from that. That's you are not within five feet of each other. Ah. Okay. You are scattered around the hall. That's an uh, 18. You succeed. Does she take damage? No. You hit her with a frostbolt. She looks really, really mad as it bounces off her. It is difficult to determine whether or not the failing was on your end or on her end. But she looks like she took it normally. Herrick says to Saloran, please heal her. Do I have my spell slots back? You are at the state that you were in at the end of your episode. You'll her. Yes. So Lauren lays a hand on Xenia and channels 15 points of health into her body. And Parrick says, I'm sorry, but I don't necessarily believe anything is real right now. You have two people around you who are being enveloped yes. in tendrils. Before I deal with them, I had to make sure that there was actual reality. For those of you who are currently battling that right now, you can't see, you can't smell, you hear nothing but thousands of voices demanding your attention, but to what you don't even know. Can we speak? No. Xenia grabs her cloak. Yep. I imagine that the that the orb that was next to Picara that she was holding on to the creature with is nearby. There are four orbs scattered around. Okay. She grabs the one closest to Picara and with her cloak thrusts it into the black tendrils. You thrust them onto her with the cloak. Would you please make a wisdom saving throw with advantage? 18. The tendrils stop progressing Zinnia, for the moment. Zenny immediately runs over to Lorzach and does the exact same thing. The minute you remove that orb, they start growing Shit, again. Shit, she turns right back around and she lowers it next to Fakara. So, the tendrils stop. Solorn grabs the orb and follows Zenya's example. He cups it using his cape and brings it over to Lorzach. Would you please make a wisdom saving throw, Andrew? 19. The tendrils stop progressing. Perix walks over to Fakara and... Um, side note. Your sinuses feel pretty damn clear. 
Mine? Yeah. You haven't felt this good in a week. For every minute since the hate seed, when Perix closes his eyes, he has heard indistinct or distinct voices at various volumes and with various amounts of pain for every second of every moment. Is there any of that when he walks over to Fakara and closes his eyes? No. Ooh, man, does that change what I was about to do. This is not the setup I was expecting. Yeah. As a note, I figure Fakara is still just tears streaming down her face from either the pain of phys- the physical pain or the emotional pain that she's just gone through. So for the two of you who are in the midst of corruption, you are restrained. You are coming out of it. You are aware of what's going on. You feel very, very cold. But it's not that the voices are gone. It's that they're muffled, right? It's like Dawn of the Dead. They're outside the doors, pounding, trying to get in. Lauren tries to find a part of Lore's Edge that is free from the corruption to just lay a finger and channel an additional 15 points of hit points into his body. You do so. Xenia, to see what happens now that they are they are conscious, yes, takes a step back again from Fakara. Where is the orb in orientation? Just the so orb is with me, not touching Fakara. The minute you remove that orb... Those tendrils start going again. Give me another wisdom saving throw. I'm so sorry. (laughs) 19. Xenia puts the orb. (laughs) (laughs) Where were you carrying your orb? I had it in like a pouch. A little pouch? Yeah. Xenia puts the orb into Fakara's pouch, goes to grab the other one closer by to where she was staying. And puts the one that. you're the sticker one that you're supposed the to have. The sticker okay. one, yes. Okay, all right, fine. <laughs> puts that in her pouch. Saloran so whispers a command word, and the the enchanted rope in his inventory unfurls and wraps around the orb and affixes the orb to Lorzach's body, and then he goes to pick up the other orb that he was supposed to keep to himself. Always carry rope. <laughs> he looks to Zenya, and says, "Please be careful." The shock may kill her. Um, what is the intent here at the moment? I'm trying to decide. It, it, these guys aren't immediately going to pop out, but you have two people who are clearly in a distressed state. We seem to have stabilized the Icker, which they is a stabilized. nice start. They are stabilized. For those of you who are currently in battling what it is, you are stabilized, um, but, but you are restrained. So that means that attacking, <laughs> you know what I mean? It, it, you're, you're physically incapable of operating on your own, but your perception and your senses and communication is, is viable. Oh, so we can talk now? Yes. You have three levels of exhaustion. Senia, you're alive. I have no idea how. You were, you were dead. What do you mean I was dead? You, you were dead. Everybody was dead and we failed. We failed. Where Fakara seems at a loss, Lorzach is in a state just short of a frenzy, and you can see his fingers working underneath this sheath of hardening black ichor, trying to claw it off of his own body, and he can only croak out in this broken half-common, Get it off! Get it off! I... I am beyond bewildered. Moments ago, I was near death. You all were in the same battle as I was when I went down, and now somehow I am standing on my own two feet before I was healed by Soloran. I killed myself. You killed yourself? I killed myself. What? Ha- what? I fought the tentacle monster alone with none of you beside me, and I realized very quickly... We were in a world not of our own making, and the only way to get someone out of my head is to stop my head from thinking. And I shot a mind spike into my own skull, and I woke up right here. Saloran's seething. 
He just walks over silently to Fakara, finds a place without corruption, and channels 10 points of healing in a futile effort, probably, to try to help. Fakara, can you hear me? Yeah, you're, you're not dead. No. Are you well enough to move? I can't. I will carry you. We're not gonna win. Shh. We need to go. Perhaps Lazov can help. But I don't know what being in a sewer will do. They can't move. How are we going to carry Fakara and Lorzach between the three of us? Quite literally, we cannot. I am incredibly weak. I am much more weak. He is much more weak. And I think I died too. I think I died too. I don't know. I'm certainly not suggesting that we try and murder our compatriots. No. But I was visited by an image of Ralzeric. I do not believe it was him. I fell off a skyscraper. I was sent off a skyscraper, pushed off a skyscraper by Ralzeric. I passed out, and suddenly I'm standing on my own two feet. Are we being used as weapons? Yes. That's what we agreed to. That's in the contract. We have to keep going on. Zoran stands and tries to enter the memory room again. You find the door once again and push it open. If we can't carry them out, perhaps there's something in this room to help. Xenia takes a moment and kneels next to Fakara and says, Please hang on. We are not leaving you. She calls a little louder next to Lorzaj and says, We are not leaving you. Please hang on. And she follows, at a healthy distance, follows Lauren. Can we leave them? Certainly not with you. Might I say, I will stay with the two of them. He should be watched. Fine. Come. Perix recreates the motion. The two of you step inside. As this is a path of memory, within a mere ten steps, it's opened back up again. You are very familiar with this area still, and it takes no recall at all to reach the actual chamber of memory. Floating in the middle is a long, blue memory strand, free of corruption. So Lauren walks up to it, and this entire time that they've been walking under his breath, possibly too soft for Perix to hear, he's been whispering, the debt must be paid. The debt must be paid. The debt must be paid. And he reaches out and grabs the memory. You grab hold of this strand out of the air, And it's like a visit back to your childhood, which in your case may not be necessarily a good thing, but it is just full of familiar smells and imagery, and you feel a violent pulse in your head before there is a very real understanding that whatever is contained in this memory is very quickly pumping into your brain, and your first thought is... Wow, this is going to be too much to share with everybody if they don't listen to this. This is a span of years. After this massive overload, Soloran feels weakened just by the sheer volume that is now imprinted in his memory. And he turns and he starts walking out of the memory room and says, Perix, come. The others must know too. Perix follows. He remembers what the last one was. And they walk through to get back to the others. You guys see Perix and Saloran emerge out of nowhere. We need to get everyone close together. Is there a way for me to carry Lorzatch closer to Fakara? So carrying capacity is based on your actual skill number. So your strength is what? My strength is 18. Lorzatch, how much do you weigh? Like 130 pounds. You're, 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 you can carry two of him. Great. You can drag two of him. He doesn't drag Lorzach, but he gingerly picks him up and then brings him over to Vakara, laying him gently down next to her, and then brings out the memory strand and says, You all must see this. I, I cannot tell you in one sitting. It's far too much for one man to communicate. And he holds it out in between everyone for them to grab on as well. Perix places Lorzach and Vakara's hands on it and then takes hold himself. Xenia grabs as well. The memories of Lazov 
guild leader of the House Demir, flood into your minds, awakening you to the exact events he pulled from his own memory. A dark alley. A secret meeting. Someone claiming to be a higher-up in the Izzet League has managed to send me a well-encoded message. Impressive. Out of the shadows appears an older man, late in his middle age. He's thin, like someone who has a very strict diet. He's smart enough not to wear any guild insignia, but he's betrayed by a snow-white streak that cuts through his very long black beard. A beard so long, he can tuck it into his belt. I suspect you already know who I am, but for the sake of etiquette, allow me to introduce myself. My name is Malthus Reed. I am the Master Researcher of the College of Teleportation and Spatial Recombination. I have summoned you here because I believe that the Living Guild Pact Jace Bellerin is not of this world. Straight to the point. This is far from what I expected this meeting to be about. Furthermore, I suspect there may be others in Ravnica who also possess the ability to travel between realms. Sadly, I myself do not possess such ability, and as a man in my position, I cannot let that stand. Would you have any interest in helping me discover their secrets? I'm listening. Good. Worry not, Guildmaster. Thankfully, we are not alone in our endeavor. I have managed to make contact with someone outside of Ravnica. Or, to be more accurate, she has made contact with me. She seems quite willing to help us learn just how to step between worlds. Hmm. A bold promise. What's the catch? <laughs> yes. I should have never doubted you would spot that. The catch, as you say, is that she is currently imprisoned. However, should we help her escape, she will repay our service with the ability we both now desire. And just how can you guarantee the word of this one? <laughs> I think you will find that the bonds this one makes are quite unbreakable. In this world, or in any other. As for how it is to be done... The plan is nothing short of ingenious, as you expect from a master researcher. This woman, this Merrill Age, cannot break her prison, so we will teleport her out. This requires two things. The actual limits of her prison, which are five steel orbs from her own world, and a very large summoning glyph used to bring her to Ravnica. We cannot travel to her world to retrieve the orbs. I will manipulate Bellerin into doing it for us. He is still but a naive child. As for the glyph, we will get the people of Ravnica to build it for us. Through manipulation, we will start a building war over these new rail engines being designed by the Izzet. Malphus has decided we need others to aid us, and has sought to recruit them, the Obsidot, in their infinite time and greed will aid in manipulating the market in favor of the Rail War. Using the Gruul as proxies, we will control the construction, as well as keep Boros' attention aimed at the north. The Golgari will handle the underground construction. Each will be given an orb to be placed at the time of the summoning. I find myself unable to read the researcher's mind. He does not think like normal people do, in hopes and fears. He thinks only in numbers and calculations. 
it's worse than the fire mind. His thoughts are only equations. I am beginning to understand his danger. Malthus Reed is a far better planner than expected. He has protected himself well against betrayal. I cannot read the minds of the Obsidot, nor the undead, and that cruel centaur is too savage for any sort of basic cognition. The gruel aren't accepted anywhere. The Golgari keep their dead, but would not last one minute against the ironic radiance of the Orzov. We are all weak to each other, bound only by one man who may teleport anywhere at whim, even into the very heart of the Ghost Council. And furthermore, I cannot make contact with this Merit Lage. Bellerin has spoken to her, as has Melphis Reed, so why cannot I, with all of my power, make contact? Melphis says it's time to place the orbs. I am to dump mine into the well it's on it for. I place the orb, ready to face the infinite realms on the horizon. Instant pain. Instant, blinding pain as a thousand voices leech across my skull. She is calling to me in a legion of voices, demanding I sacrifice my very self. That bastard. The orbs were her prison. They shielded us from her. And when he was done with us, he removed the shield so she can consume us. But he underestimates my magic. Tear it out. Tear it out. Tear it out. Oh, a letter from the Master Biomancer at Sonnet 4 for one Mr. Rufier Alfonso III. We have recovered an artifact of unknown origin, and we feel you may find some interest in it. Oh. No. No. Something is not right. I am now Rufia Alfonso. I will take this eyesore of a museum and look into this myself. I cannot determine any properties of this item. So far, the only thing I've noticed is some homeopathic factor. Ever since it came into my possession, my recent bout of headaches have vanished. I cannot tell how it does such a thing. My science may be limited, but so far this orb seems entirely alien. A man approaches my door, a master researcher of the Izzet named Malthus Reed. He offers me a great sum of money for the orb. How could he possibly know I have it? The Simic gave it to me just after its discovery, and yet he seems familiar with it. I refuse. He does not like that. I think it's time Mr. Alfonso got some extra security. A thief. How could I have been so easily routed? And now these terrible headaches have returned. I will send Elasia to handle this one. No doubt the thief was hired by Malthus Reed to take the orb he so badly desires. Gato says he's located the thief, but the orb was not in his possession. It's hard to hear him through these damnable headaches. They do not cease. They claw at the recesses of my mind. Thankfully, Gato carries the descriptions of everyone he saw at the tavern. A rather colorful bunch. One of them was a law mage. Good. I shall visit them as her. You then see some familiar faces in the memories. You see Lazov, disguised as Lavinia, probing Xenia's mind for any connection to Malphus Reed. You see him speaking to a conscious Elasia, removing her memories and learning that all she could garner from Malphus Reed was a feeling of apocalyptic danger in connection to the orbs and Zonet 4. 
You see him as Lavinia interrogating Fikara, Lennox, Lorzach, and Brevin. You can feel his pain dissipate the moment he touches the orb once more. You see him wrap his catatonic agent, hiding the orb inside of her bandages. You see him commanding his vampire to probe his own mind for any signs of self-mutilation. You hear a shout from the door and see five people running in with weapons drawn. And that is the last memory. Well, we need to clear some tentacles. That's step one. Uh, you've got medicine, right? Give me a medicine check. Perix. Ten. Anybody got advantage they want to give him? <laughs> I'll indebt you one advantage roll, Orzovian. Well, that's loaded, but I'm going to assist Perix. I'll give you one on credit. <gasps> oh, all right. I'm not going to do it with David. Not so long. No, it's not for you. It's for him. Yeah. Go for it. You're just taking on debt for something else. Uh, 15. 15 will do. It was a moderate difficulty. You have noticed that with the passing of time, if they are in direct possession of an orb, the tendrils are beginning to actually recede. But you know from experience it's unlikely they will ever go away permanently. Do you tell us that? Yes. But You currently possess four orbs after a time. Let's give it about two and a half hours. Those of you who are currently infected, while difficult, you have very high levels of exhaustion. Manage to sort of get yourselves to a point where you can probably walk as long as you're with a group of people. Okay. You have four orbs. Two are in possession of Fikara and Lorzach. David holds one, and Landry holds the one with a sticker that she is in charge of. If Lorzach is well enough to carry the orb by himself, I will retract the rope back into my inventory. Okay. And then offer a shoulder for Fikara to lean on. We should go. She's a little... She's she's like a she's like a, a oil spill victim with matted fur. It's not awesome. Doesn't feel awesome. Does not feel awesome. You guys can think, but again, it's like there's a horde outside that door. Lorzach has edged his way towards the uh, ladder that leads up to the surface and is kind of peering up through the manhole and is very very quiet and is gesturing that everyone do the same. And he casts Pass Without Trace, affecting everyone in the party. Would the safest, closest place be Tessa's home? No. No. With the dissolution of the Ghost Council, there are many separate elements within the Ozov Syndicate. In our weakened state, someone may decide to take advantage of us. I suggest we go to the secret room that Lazov prepared for us. Agreed. I remember the way. Good. Actually, yes, you do. And Lorzach will lead the party out of the sewers under protection of the spell and trace our steps back along the Transguild promenade at a as quick a pace as he can muster. You make your way back to Bane Alley. You just have one obstacle, and that is the fact that somebody runs that bakery. <laughs> and so you, you're going to have to break cover in order to talk to them. So you pop back into the bakery where the baker seems to be wrapping up for the day, looking mysteriously once again like our sound engineer, Will Malones. Um, you guys need to con- <laughs> you guys need to convince him to let you in his oven. We'll close the shop for you. Thank you. You're going to close my shop? No, like for the day, not permanently. Who are you? We're friends of your masters. My master? We were here like six what? hours ago. Persuasion checks. Will, roll one of those d20. Do I know that? We're going to find out. <laughs> <laughs> he rolled a, legitimately rolled a natural one. You guys are fine. 
Come on in. <laughs> Come, no, this needs to be confirmed. Come here. Oh my God. Yes. Thank, thank you, Will. Thank, thank you. Will. Everyone, round of applause for everybody. Oh, that was almost a problem. All right, so you guys, you guys have no problem. Whatever this situation, in, this this poor baker's mind has been wiped long ago. Okay, so yeah, you uh, you head down into the. Uh, Oven down into the stairs and find the um, secret Demir safe house. Time to take a nap. Okay. Yes. For those of you who are currently battling some shit, namely Fakara and Lorzach, by this point you have a clear understanding that the only thing that's making you feel awesome right now is if you're in possession of an orb. Which I never was. Explain some of my bullshit for the last... Yep, that has been Wild. very tricky to maintain observation on. <laughs> um, you guys going to take a long rest? Yes. I. You guys may take a long rest, and then you uh, you might want to take a moment and discuss a lot of new information you've discovered in the last who knows how many hours and what that might imply or mean for the rest of your mission. So Lauren takes the time after the long rest go back into the bakery, grab some fried dough that he's so fond of, and bring it back down. I hereby recredit your advantage. (laughs) (laughs) You don't get it. I've just paid you back up to zero. We can't tell Lazav any of this. Why not? Because his memories confirm that he was acting for Merit Lage. He just happened to pull the ones that tell him that. If we tell him why he was doing what he's doing, he will go back on that path. He wasn't fighting against her. He just forgot that he was helping her. For as intelligent and cunning as I suspect Mr. Lazov is, somehow I don't think he was able to fully grasp the power of something from beyond our plane. You've also been discussing this openly in a Demir safe house. Suffice it to say, I'm sure he knows already. Good point. What fucking amazing point. You yeah, I'm, I'm just going to give you another point of advantage. That, I didn't even <laughs> think about that. I didn't even have that trap set up. That was I mean, fucking great. You want to swap seats? That was, that was awesome. Um, and I also think there's some very clear, like, at least w- from what I was interpreting from the memories, it sounds very much as if Malthus Reed had painted this in a situation of, Look it, we're gonna have a little bit of fun. We're gonna get a little power for ourselves. Not you are in service now to this monstrous being. And I don't think Lazov would be anybody's pawn in that respect. So I, it doesn't seem to me like he would have. Sure. Yeah. That's fair. There's a line of logic that I have. When we fought that traitor at the fort, she asked you, Dov Corinne, why you hadn't taken the black. If the people that live under Ravnica or in danger of being corrupted, then the possibility of corrupting the whole of Ravnica is a very real threat. To me, this is a fight that we now need to take to the Golgari. Um, we now, t- so, so, Perix never outwardly showed any corruption. It was all in his head. Uh, but we now have two people who have technically taken the black. Willingly or not, they are corrupted as fuck. Mm-hmm. Which means like, we need to talk to someone else who's taken the black because part of the question is like, I don't know how you guys ended up the way you are and maybe we want to talk about that, but it made the assumption based on Alasia's comments that the black was taken willingly. And uh, so my question would be, therefore, for people who have taken the black or people who serve willingly, we now know Dayareth is only not corrupted because he's got an orb. Like my theory had been until now yes. that people could either willingly serve Merit Lage or corrupt their followers. What we now know is no one actually can avoid corruption. If you have an orb, it just happens to not spread. And what we've now seen by placing the orb on Lorzach and Fakara, we can infer that part of the reason why the corruption hurt him so badly and why we now know that they are having corruption recede into their minds is because Perix never actually held an orb. But also what we know is that when Lazov discovered this, it was also because Lazov, once he understood what Merit Lage was, was 
working against. Now knew there's no chance we can bring this horror to Ravnica and didn't understand that by ditching the orb, he had already been infected and now was having to fight two battles on two fronts. What Perix is now worried about is if we think like, look, the conspirators are gone. We don't have a Malthus Reed. We don't have a Nikia. We don't have a ghost council. Uh, Lazov has defected from the battle and frankly is now being corrupted because in a show of faith, he gave us his orb. Uh, we have one person left on the field, Deoreth, who we heard about from the Stone Sister, who appears to be continuing along the plan of the conspirators, despite knowing all of the things I just said. If Lazov understood it, Malthus Reed seems to have understood it, though why he wasn't corrupted is terrifying. But if we know all of these things, then Deoreth is still attempting to bring Merit Lage, knowing what Merit Lage is, and knowing the only way to stave off her corruption is something in his possession, which means he is actively condemning every other person on Ravnica to death. But he has to plant it. The orbs need to be planted, supposedly. The conspirators said the orbs have to go here, and we don't know where Deoreth is, but we do know that four of them aren't there. We don't know that the orbs summon Merit Lage. We do know they do something when they're in their positions. What you do know is that those spots on the map that you found in Malphus Reed's secret lab, you now know that those five points were where they intended to plant the orbs. Got it. So the tower, because we said that Nikia's camp was the location, we have, so that's the rubber belt, we have the Zonnet, we said the lab wasn't one of them, but the ghost council was. Yep. And there was one in, what's your town's name? Karozda. Karozda. So we can assume that that's where Dareth is going. What was the fifth one? New Prov. So that was where supposedly Malthus Reeds was supposed to go. Yep. Eventually. Now, I don't think Malthus Reed lost his lab, right? He wasn't looking for the goblin to find the lab. He knew where the orb was. He had not placed it at New Prop. Because it wasn't because time yet. Because it wasn't yet. time yet. So the question is, what was that time? Is it when the lines are finished? We can only find out by talking to Deoreth or... We didn't get a time from Lazov, Lazov's memory? No. So then we can only get it from Deoreth. To our credit, the rail lines have not been completed, at least the ones that we have seen with the Orzov. We can kind of guess the status of the it line, I believe. I think we can't assume any line wasn't stopped where it was supposed to be. We didn't actually stop a line right. from being completed. We found a bunch of lines that were halted. We possess four out of five orbs. Yes. And Deorath is proceeding nonetheless. Yes. I need... To go home. And now, a quick word from one of our sponsors. You know, folks, blank walls can be pretty boring. So why not spruce up your home or office by heading over to ukiyopop.com. They have a collection of traditional Japanese prints inspired by today's comics, games, and movies. The gallery is viewable online for free, and prints are available for purchase. So head over to ukiyopop.com. That's U-K-I-Y-O-P-O-P.com. Tradition in a modern method. And now, back to the party. So, Lorzatch does not want to have to go out into the street looking the way that he looks. And I don't think that Fakara, who I'd say on the whole is probably a little less stealthy than Lorzatch. You know, a little I, bit. Yeah, a little just less, a bit. Yeah. Wants to go out into the street looking the way she does. So, with the market improvement just overnight of having taken a long rest with exposure to the orb, we're feeling a little bit better. Yeah. We're looking a little less corrupted. Right. We can take our time, note down the effects of this and how it's changing our outward appearance. Right. And take the opportunity to get a whole bunch of fucking weapons. I love this idea. Hey, you guys. Hey. It's a hell of an idea there. I'm Andrew. I'm just here when something goes wrong. But if things are going <laughs> right, do what you want to do. If, if I understand what you're suggesting is get corruption free so we can get there, then allow yourself to get a little bit more corrupted so you fit in. Down in the Golgari? That is one option. Yeah. The other thing is if we if we just move ahead 
he can probably bluff his way through a bunch of people. Yeah. But that said, Lorzach is not a liar. Right. He never really has been. You know, the, the difficult thing right now is you've been away for at least two months and stuff was going on before. We have no idea. Almost this, four now. Yeah. Yeah. The, the state of things down there, who knows what the state of things down there. It could be as bad as the entire place is overrun. It could be as, as easy as the problem's already solved itself. So you are not leaving this place? Not for 18 hours. <laughs> well, not you've right already now. spent eight sleeping. And then talked, which is probably another one to two. So Lauren would probably want to go home and get his affairs in order and then max out his expense account on as many healing potions as possible. Mm. Which would be 300 Xeno. So six? They each 50? Um, For minor ones, they're 50 a pop. Greater are 200 a pop. Got it. Uh, 250. I don't have any healing potions, and I definitely think they would come in handy. So whatever money that I've got left, I'd love to spend on some healing potions. I I feel uncomfortable asking two members of our party to willingly accept corruption, which I don't know what that feels like. Apparently you do. But if they volunteer that, absolutely. But I'm not asking that of them. Sure. Surprisingly, like... I know, I know David's exempt, but, but Saloran hasn't been here the entire journey. Xenia has been here the entire journey, and she's the one person you guys were throwing down on hard for being corrupted, and she's the only person who really hasn't experienced <laughs> any of this. That's true. That's very true. That's very true. <laughs> That's funny from this side of the table. I'm sorry. Why are we letting... I know that... You being corrupted, Lorzach, would be a very great opportunity for us. Why Fakara? I think the idea would be that they're trusting corrupted people, right? Like they're all serving a different purpose. But would they accept a corrupted Boros in Golgari territory? That seems suspicious to me. Well, just just a little bit of flavor. Karozda is like a hub. I see. Um, Karozda is really the only place that topside people would be. So it would not be abnormal. It's not like nobody goes down to the Undercity, but nobody goes anywhere in the Undercity except Karozda. It's like the yeah. only place. It, it Karozda hasn't always been the capital. It's recently the capital because it's accessible to other people. Thank you. I see. So the current the current guild leader is a, is a guy named Gerard, and he moved the capital to Karozda to try and like rebuild relations and stuff like that. So seeing non-Boros or seeing non-Golgari people anywhere else in the Undercity is pretty suspect, but you, you, that's, you know, Karozda's, it's just a, it's a capital. It's where people engage. It's like the main guild hall area. Do we know why Deoreth, like why Malthus Reed approached Deoreth specifically? As of right now, Deoreth is a complete mystery. Got it. Cause it was even a mystery to Lazoth. And the suspicion is that he is a lich. Yes. That's all we know. Okay. I have 611 Xenos total. Do I get any more because of my promotion from last season? Because I started last Ooh, season with question. a 300 expense account. Good question. Uh, whatever, I think whatever the, okay, so here's how I'm going to rule on this. I think, yes, there is an increase. I think no time has passed for you to do anything about that. I would say that that in this current position, and you're in the Orzov, you've probably been elevated to D and D rules for like like a high class income situation, right? Like you're a ministrant under the new, you know, you're kind of the know, not right hand, out. but maybe the left hand man of of Tesa Karloff at this point. You're pretty high up there. You're probably you probably got a really cushy salary right now. Probably can start your own real estate racket here pretty soon but um cat rescue yeah i don't think i don't think enough time has passed to be able to like do anything or or let me ask you this very point blank question what time have you had to renegotiate any of your contracts none if anything the problems of the one shot that i accrued has been taking a lot of focus to be honest with you so at the current moment regardless of whatever is due to you in the future your current contracts are what stand. Great. I have 16 and 11 Xenos. Who would like to throw into the pot so we can get more potions and equipment? To be perfectly honest, 
I don't keep track of my money. I don't think I've spent anything. You can have whatever I've had so far. I've always been very poor. Yeah, the is it is no seriously though, <laughs> yeah. like the is it the is it are almost like more strict with their money than the Orzov are because it's not a question of like here are expenses, here we dole out, here is your debt. It's can I have some money? I don't think so. Why do you want it? I have a great idea. I don't think that's a very good idea. And it's not like I have like close family connections or anything like that. I've been very alone for a while. <laughs> she got 50 a week for the time that we worked with Alfonso. I did. And you spent it. You spent my money? Oh yeah, we did. We spent it during soft cheese. <laughs> I would like I would like healing potions purchased for me specifically by that frog. I don't have any. Also, I gave you two. Damn it. It's just it happened to be Lazov. You're lost. I'm just <gasps> Yeah, okay. I'm just a ima- <laughs> I'm just imagining Xenia giving Saloran like a pile of stuff and Saloran looking down and going, These are lug nuts. <laughs> and there's it's like, like no, it's her button. Yeah, and like a fun little, you know, piece of an ornament from the shattered statue. There's like a weird spark plug, and he's like, what is this? And you're like, what are you talking about? That's high performance yes, right there. absolutely. <laughs> so what is the exchange rate? <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? That's a pound of veal. That's like five bucks a pound there, kid. <laughs> so Lauren looks to the others. Do any of you know how to use money? I give uh. him the 42 Zeno I've got. <laughs> oh. He had an idea of how destitute these people were, but my God. So, Lauren, will you hey. buy me things? Yes. Thank you. You could, uh, you could oh, your pawn some stuff off. I'm not selling the rope. All right. Also, you made the choice that your cape is gone, so. Well, we went back to the rest at my place. You got a new cape? So, um, I have, dude, I have like an array of armor. He's <laughs> got a whole closet of capes, man. Like, <laughs> like one for each day of the week, every holiday. <laughs> The Imelda kind of meeting, Margo of capes. A breakfast, lunch, and dinner meeting cape. And, a, cape. and a brunch cape. Okay, so if that's Sleeping the case. Cape. Comes with a wraparound napkin. <laughs> I have 653 Xenos. How do we want to disperse that among healing potions? The lesser ones are 50. The greater one is 250. 13 minor healing potions sounds dope. Okay. I'm just, I'm just saying. I'm just, so 1D4. 1D4 one, one plus something. Wait, no, 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 no. Um, no, no, no. Minor healer potions is 2d4 plus 2. Great. No, that's pretty good, actually. Right? No, that's not, that's not 13. Nothing. 13 of those? Let me confirm. The only problem is we're generally taking more damage than that, so it never seems worthwhile to gain back 8 to lose 30. But right. it's good I go out to get that aura, or, if, you know, someone with Just potential healing, get them back up and down let them David's. pour it. Yeah. Right. Uh, regular potion of healing... Is 2d4 plus 2. 2d4 plus 2. They cost 50. Greater healing potions are 250, and they are 44 plus 4. These are prices within Ramnica. Mm-hmm. Superior healing potions are 8d4 plus 8. They cost 1,000. And supreme healing potions are 10d4 plus 20, and those are 5,000. I could get two greater ones for Fakara and myself, the frontline fighters, and then each of you a lesser one, or we can get 13 lesser potions. I will take whatever free things you give me. I'm gonna I'm gonna throw some DM distribution shit out here and suggest that I find it improbable anybody could carry more than three potions mm. and act normally. That seems like a lot of liquid and glass to be hanging off your belt, considering two, that they're like... Two greater and... Yeah, get the two greater ones. Mm. And one lesser one for each person oh if you get the money yeah yeah we we will great so i'll have three xenos left over great i will buy two greater potions and three lesser ones i will give one lesser potion to senya perix and lorzach while fakara and myself get the greater healing potions and i also get ice cream for fakara (laughs) she's had a really rough 24 hours this can't be a story about how saloran finds his heart (laughs) i am just throwing advantage inspiration left and right here. That's just too good. Oh, this is even my favorite flavor. Cold. You're the best. (laughs) Yeah, what is your favorite flavor? Yeah. Do you want some too? I I asked them to 
pick a flavor. What, what do you like? I really like the birthday cake. I'm lactose intolerant. Oh. Thank you. And we lost him. <laughs> ha. And, Don't worry. And forget that dude again. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I, I understand you guys want to buy stuff, but unless you were like Widget, who decidedly is wearing a bandolier, 13 potions running around, that, that seems like... And that's uh, that seems like the greater amount. is forty four plus four. four. And he will also take time to reinforce to his staff to protect his estate, and he spends an hour sorting out his last will and testament. Whoa, whoa! Are you going to go visit your kids at all? You guys are about to go into the undercity, and you seem to have the realization that the probability you ever come out again might be a lot lower than you're comfortable with. Yeah, so Lauren will also visit his children. Okay. Before you do that, we I are just not want role everyone playing to know. Him visiting his kids. I thought you were going to say no. That <laughs> was like, fuck. I thought he was going to say t- no too, because just like <clears throat> not to scare like I did him. my last week with Testament, to... not visiting my kids. Well, this is the idea that I had with his kids. They're not actually his biological children. He was given three children to be the ward of by Tessa, and his job is to be their ward. He will care for them. He will teach them the ideas of the Orzov. He will make sure that they are groomed and ready to serve the Orzov when they come of age. And so this is more like an obligation that was given to him. So out of duty, he will see them, and he will remind them, remember your honor. And if I don't come back, think of our legacy. Never agree. To any interest rate below 3.9. Oh, they, they learned that when they were four. Dear Tauros and Aratron, it's been a while, brothers. I miss you. Going People, into the Undercity. Um, hopefully I'll come out. Take care of mom and dad for me. Love you guys. Bye. P.S. Please take care of my pet chicken. Thank you. Saloran. On your way back out the door, your children hand you a homemade crafted project that they were working on while they were missing you. And they hand you what looks to be a charm around a, a string. You may put one Orzov charm in your inventory. So Lauren says, I couldn't find a better one in all of Orzova. And he puts it on in front of his children before he goes. On the next Encounter Party, saying their goodbyes, our players prepare to trek into the Undercity. The terror of Ludmila, the betrayal of Delania, both prove that the Golgari themselves are corrupted. Resigned that they may never see the sun again, it's time for our Dev Karin to return home. But what kind of homecoming will he receive? Find out next time on Encounter Party! Encounter Party is produced by Play Plus One and Charging Moose Media, based on the worlds of Dungeons and & Dragons and Magic the Gathering, created by Wizards of the Coast. Original campaign written by Brian David Judkins, Sound capture and original effects by Will Malones. Edits and mixing by Ned Donovan and Katie Brow. Theme song and additional music by Alexander Nakarada of Serpent Sound Studios. Additional music by Kevin McLeod of Incompetech. Special thanks to Megan Judkins and Will Malones. Hey, party people, this is David Wynn, the voice behind Saloran. Thanks for listening, and be sure to subscribe and review on any podcast platform that you listen to. You can engage with us one-on-one via Twitter, Instagram, and our Facebook group. And be sure to follow the website for news and updates at EncounterParty.com. Let's keep the party going.